This is Feather Forum, the podcast by Canadian Poultry Magazine, Canada's leading source for poultry news, research, and trends for more than 100 years. You've tuned in to hear important conversations with industry leaders, producers, researchers, and other experts. Hi, and welcome to another edition of Feather Forum. I'm Brett Ruffel, editor of Canadian Poultry Magazine. This edition is the first of a three-part year interview series. For these interviews, I spoke with representatives from the chicken, egg, and turkey sectors about the biggest stories from 2022. First, I spoke with Michael Liberté, Executive Director of Chicken Farmers of Canada. Let's talk to Michael. Yeah, I was wondering if you could just basically run through what do you think were the biggest stories for uh, chicken producers this year? Uh, I would say the number one story, um, Brett, is uh, avian flu, IPAT, avian flu, uh, that started in, um, in the spring in Newfoundland, um, the first case, and we're still living with cases now um, from, from Quebec to BC. Uh, it's been, um, you know, we've got some, you know, cases off, you know, on and off in recent years, uh, but never like, like what we see now. We know it's it's uh, rapidly spreading in the uh, in Europe. Uh, it's actually also spreading in the United States, uh, especially with migratory birds. And we're seeing several cases uh, this year in Canada uh, that started in the spring and has not let go. Um, got a bit of a down, um, I would call it a let fewer cases during the summer, but it's picked up again in the fall, and we're seeing still seeing some cases right now. So what kind of impact has it had on chicken production? Well, on chicken production, it's not too much. Um, you know, we've lived with AI. The poultry and egg industry has lived with AI uh, since 2004. We, as I said, we've got some few cases. In 2022, we've got our first case in a broiler production facility this year. Uh, we've got a few. Um, it's less prevalent in broiler chicken than it is in other poultry or egg uh, production. Um, the impact has been minimal on production for chicken farmers. That being said, because we work collaboratively with uh, the poultry and egg sector, uh, we know it's been a significant impact to our sector. And how is this compared to other uh, outbreaks you've seen in the past? Um, I think it's this virus, this specific strain of virus called H5N1. Uh, normally, it would go into a region and it would spread quickly from one farm to the other. Uh, and it's usually done in the spring or the fall with uh, migratory birds. Uh, this one uh, arrived in the spring, uh, but it stayed around. So I think it's actually in the wild uh, wildfowl that actually stays here. So I think it's, uh, I wouldn't say it's an endemic yet, but is likely looking at uh, wild flu is here to stay, but uh, bird flu is here to stay. So what are you expecting for the new year? Um, well, we're hoping that, you know, it's going to go away, but uh, to be quite realistic, if we see what's happening in Europe um, and what's happening in the U.S., I believe that we, it's something that we will need to to live with and to be able to to work with the proper government authorities and the industry to make sure we're well prepared when we, uh, when we get to the spring. And so what would you say is the second biggest issue? Um, I would think, I would think that uh, coming out of, of, COVID, um, I think our industry did did really well um, in terms of coming out of uh, of the pandemics, or well, somewhat coming out of the pandemic. Uh, 
Um, our production is back to uh, to get some sense of normalcy. Um, we've had a bit of, um, I, I would call it, um, uncertainty without knowing um, what would happen from the trade front. Um, currently, um, you know, we've got the Kuzma uh, ratification was done a couple of years ago. The board, the government announced um, compensation for uh, poultry or for supply management commodities uh, recently. So we're, we're quite pleased with that. Uh, but we know that Chile, uh, which is part of CTPPP, is close to ratifying the agreement, uh, which means that we will see the import of product coming in likely in 2023. CPTPP was ratified way back in 2018. Um, and because there's only one country we can actually uh, export uh, to currently to Canada under CPTPP, it's Chile. Uh, Chile has, um, it's been a while, they haven't been able to ratify their own agreement, uh, the CPTPP in, in a number of years. Um, we know that the, the House passed in their Senate uh, this fall uh, and government, the Chilean government or president is actually waiting for finalizing and a few minor details, they call them side letters with countries or members of CTPP, of CPTPP. And once the president ratifies the agreement, it will come into force uh, for Chile, uh, once they notify the, the appropriate authorities. And therefore that Canadian importers will be able to import product from Chile going forward. Uh, in the past, uh, no countries out of the CTPP members have been able to export product to Canada. Either it's uh, they don't have uh, likely because they don't have veterinary agreements with Canada to be able to do so. So the total total access for CPTPP it's actually uh, implemented over a 19 year period. Uh, started in 2018 with 3.9 million ki uh, kilos and it's been incremental uh, for the past uh, five years. Uh, then it will increase uh, gradually up to 19 to 26.745 million kilos. Uh, for 2023, we're looking at three and a half million kilos that will be coming in. Uh, that could be that could be coming in from Chile into Canada. So, do you expect them to take full advantage of that access? I think it's going to be building up. Uh, I, I doubt. First and foremost, it's a yearly uh, TRQ tariff free quota that it will be provided to that is provided to CPTPP. Um, normally, it's not something that you will see all in January first, but I think it's going to build up. Um, and, you know, once Chile ratifies, we'll see when they ratify. Uh, we still don't have a confirmed date, but once ratified, we suspect that product will slowly start uh, building and coming into, into Canada. And so going back to uh, COVID, so uh, chicken production numbers are back to where they were before the pandemic? Yeah, our allocation numbers are, are quite good. We've, we've experienced a bit of underproduction uh, during the summer months. Um, we, I think one of the issue is the, uh, you know, whether it's eat loss or whether it's uh, a chicks, a chick issues. Um, you know, we talked, I talked earlier about AI, avian flu. Um, avian flu obviously did affect some, uh, some breeder production, uh, both in Canada and the U.S. And we do get a bit of supply from, from, uh, from the U.S. in terms of our chicks. Uh, so that, Probably had a bit of uh, you know a little bit to play into the into the production level, um, but that was um, short lived, and I think we're back to normal right now. So going back to Kuzma, so um, when does that kick in in terms of the uh, increased market access for chicken producers? 
so that started in 2020 um, and, and in mid 2020, and then we'll continue to grow up until year 2037. So that's 15 year uh, commitment. And it's no longer a percentage that is as of our production, it's a fixed amount uh, designated only to the American to the Americans. So uh, uh, the 2022 access is 51 million kgs that goes to the US. And that amount will go to 62.9 million, almost 63 million in uh, in 15 years. So producers are already feeling the impact of that increased access? Yes, they are. Yes. So how how happy were you with the uh, recent announcement in terms of the uh, compensation package? We were pleased with the announcement. I, I, I think we've been we were able to work with with government with government officials. Um, it stems from a working group that was established by minister the ag minister at the time uh, in terms of the impact on our sector and the amount that was announced is full and fair for our for our chicken farmers. So was there anything you were looking for for this in terms of this mitigation package that you didn't get? No, no, I think, as I said, I think it's full and fair. Uh, the poultry sector, chicken farmers will actually, uh, the fund that will be uh, allowed to our industry, it's 10 million uh, over eight years, is a top up uh, of the program that we that was put in place under CPTPP. So essentially it's an investment program on farm, uh, which actually, provides farmers the, the ability to invest on their farm to increase efficiency and so forth, to reduce the environmental footprint and so forth for, for the sector. So were there any other big issues for uh, the chicken industry this year? Uh, I, I wouldn't call it issues, Brett. Um, I, I think one of the things we did, we actually developed a new strategic plan uh, that for for the next three years, and I think we saw a bit of a shift in terms of where where our focus is. In two areas, number one, I would say, is uh, the sustainability piece. Uh, we understand that sustainability is more than just environment, uh, but I think we're going to be uh, making uh, leaps and bounds in terms of of where we want to go as an industry in terms of reducing our our carbon footprint. Um, we know that uh, chicken, the chicken sector is well positioned in terms of environmental footprint based on a life cycle assessment that we did in 2017. Uh, we're going to do renew a life cycle assessment in, in 2023 to see what progress we have made. But we also want to take the next three years to really have a full understanding of, you know, how to reduce our, continue to reduce our environmental footprint and position chicken farmers um, well into the future. Any ideas on how you might do that? So a lot no. of based on technology or? Well, a lot of what we're going to be doing is, as I said, we're going to do a life cycle. We're going to be putting money towards research. So I would call it the next two or three years is really to understand what it means. Uh, we know a lot of organizations around the world are committed to uh, zero um, or to, to be carbon neutral. Um, we still don't understand what it means for chicken farming. And it's a, it's quite a complex file. So I think we want to work with academia, with scientists and continue research to have a better understanding. And once we have a better understanding, then we, our industry will be able to, to decide in terms of where we need to bring this industry forward. I call it, we need to, uh, to walk before we start climbing. How about inflation? Can you talk a bit about that? Yeah, so we know that inflation affects all food and not just uh, the chicken sector. 
Um, we know uh, in terms of um, food, food inflation that chicken prices have increased. Um, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I believe in Canada it was 7.6% year to date was the increase in uh, chicken prices. Uh, if we compare that to the U.S., I believe the U.S. was around 14%. The chicken sector, is, it's probably because we, in our sector, we have the ability to, um, to adjust production every eight weeks to make sure we meet the demand that consumers meet. So we're, not, we're never oversupplying or undersupplying the market. Um, and therefore, because we actually you know, control costs or the farmer has, a, we, we actually control the demand in or the, the supply, uh, we know we know we do quite well. Um, obviously, the, the the major cost inflation has been feed, um, and you see it in in most of the commodities, whether it's vegetables, whether it's it's beef. Uh, so I think we're we're doing we're doing quite well in terms of the chicken sector. But obviously, we nobody can avoid inflation. I think it's all over the place. But you held it in check just because of supply management. Absolutely. I would say that because of where we're at um, and in terms of, yeah, we can't, there's some costs we can't control in terms of the cost of feed um, and, and so forth. Uh, but I think because we're able to adjust demand um, and, and not short the market and so forth, I think it, the, the market has done really well in terms of making good, a good price at the retail side. All right, great. Well, anything else you'd like to add? Um, no, I think that covers, you know, if I look at the year in review, as I said, AI is the bigger one that takes a lot of resources, working with government, working with industry is the bigger one. Um, and overall, I think our industry is doing quite well. All right, great. Well, thanks a lot for your time. Okay, thanks. Thanks for tuning in to Feather Forum, the podcast by Canadian Poultry Magazine. To catch up on all of our other episodes, visit CanadianPoultryMag.com slash podcasts.